You're listening to Everybody Loves Naples, an unfiltered and educational podcast about living in Southwest Florida. We're your hosts. My name is Natalie Perez-Benajoa. My name is Lance Martinicchio. From the best restaurants and things to do to our local real estate market, we're sitting down with local business owners and community leaders to provide a deeper understanding of what makes Naples, Naples. Now let's get the show on the road. Welcome back to Everybody Loves Naples. Joining us today is Giovanni Matita, a seasoned professional with an impressive 20-year legacy in the residential mortgage lending space. As a pillar of knowledge in the industry, Giovanni is recognized as the most trusted lender in our town. Beyond his expertise, Giovanni's strong faith in God fuels his commitment to excellence. Married and a loving father, he cherishes his family and embodies the values of compassion and connection. Giovanni's heart beats for helping others in need and inspiring them to become the best versions of themselves. Get ready for a conversation that blends two decades of mortgage experience with a deep passion for making a positive impact on the lives of others. Welcome, Giovanni, to the podcast. Wow, thank you. Um, thank you for that that intro. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I get to yeah. hang out with two of my favorite people. So Woo. thank Th- you. Thank you for being here. We, yeah. uh, we're honored to have you as our guest. So I'm honored to sit across from you and admire how handsome you are for the next hour. <laughs> so our great. first <laughs> guest at that. Our so, first guest. Yes, this is our first guest, uh, Giovanni, who is a local lender here that we use. We just kind of wanted to bring you on. You know, our whole... You know, our whole goal in this podcast is to tie in real estate with the local area and the community and what makes us different and what makes, you know, businesses and local community leaders love this area. So you've been here for how long now? You know, I was thinking about that. I moved here right before my sophomore year of high school. So I went to Baron Collier. Shout out to BC. So, um, okay. So 19, I think it was 1994, 1995, moved here. Wow. So yeah. you've seen a lot of change and you're... Yeah. Yeah. No, it, um, it's incredible. You know, I was thinking. What year did you graduate high school? 99. Okay. So you may or may not know this, but the waterside shops used to have ashtrays. That's how long, you know. Yeah. And they had this. Um, and the, affordable stores. Yes. <laughs> and they had, um, you would probably remember this. They had ashtrays and they had the, like, uh, sand and they would stamp a W. Oh. You remember that? Oh, my They would gosh. stamp the W. Shout out to anyone that remembers the the W ashtrays that has to go in one of the naples nostalgia videos that i'm working on yes okay amazing love it yeah all right so you've been in a mortgage broker Mm -hmm. for how long now so i've been in residential lending since basically nine days after graduating college so in 2004 so 2004 so so may will be 20 years 20 years congratulations thank you that's that's a career yeah so it's not just a job yeah no I, i i love what i do um and I started at 23, and when things got really tough in 08, I just made this decision that um, if I could be one of the one of the people that make it through, it, it'll be a very fruitful career. And it's been, it's allowed me to provide a life for my family and, and help a lot of people. And and 20 years in, this isn't cliche. Like I feel like I'm I'm actually really good at it, and I can't wait to see what I do in the next 20 years because it's been a lot of life change, and I'm excited to see what next 20 years does okay oh yeah you're good at it thank you <laughs> i mean you closed a loan that i had i had for a buyer in less than 20 days it was an fha in the height of the market in the beginning of 2022 january 2022 seemed impossible to get anybody approved or an offer accepted with an yeah. fha loan yeah and first time we were working together and you blew my socks right the hell off because i was like 
this can't be be real that he can get this. And you did. I mean, it was a local appraiser. You did it all. So he's the best, Thank everybody. You. So actually, this leads me to a question. So, you know, your company and what makes you different compared to the other mortgage brokers, the big banks? Because, uh, you know, obviously people have options. Yeah. So I always describe loan officers as a, like a race car driver, right? You take my nine-year-old son, you put him in a Ferrari, he's not going to make it around the track. You're right. He might. Nah, <laughs> actually, he might. <laughs> um, probably with some, you know, some some scratches, yeah, little, scratches, <laughs> right? You're not going to give him the keys to your Ferrari, Lance. Uh, probably, probably Natalie's. Um, yeah. But, you know, you take a race car driver and you put him in a Buick, they're, they're going to they're going to beat an amateur driver. So, you know, you really got to. I, I take a lot of pride in, in crafting my craft and, and learning and learning all the ins and the outs. And, and one of the secrets that my team and I do is we close the loan first. So it's like building a house at, at CO. And then we work backwards from there to anticipate any issues. And then we let the clients know the worst thing you could do. And as you know, in the real estate business too, is not acknowledge an issue because it doesn't go away. It only gets bigger. <laughs> Absolutely. So that that's, that's the secret sauce right there. That's, that's how we're able to, get offers. We, and then we have a reputation, you know, of, of doing that. So people are willing to accept our offers, um, at even FHA and in the height of cash only markets. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I would say there's a lot of people that don't know how to get around those challenges and obstacles. So that definitely sets you apart because you, like you said, they're not going to go away. They Except don't, people will just ignore them until they just blow up. Yeah. That, and that's, you know, I guess, you know, that, you got to learn from your, you got to touch the stove. And I, I only want to touch it once and burn my hand. I don't want to burn, burn my hand twice, yeah. you know? So that's, that's the secret. Nice. I have a follow-up to that. I know that in our market and in Florida in general, insurance is a huge issue right now. Um, qualified buyers or cash buyers, it's becoming very expensive. And I know your wife, the lovely Ashley Matita, like yes. the sunshine group. Is that right? Sunrise. Close Sorry, enough. Sunshine. sunshine. She's my sunshine. <laughs> so that works. She's mine too. I love you, Ashley. The Sunrise Group. Um, what are you seeing right now as far as getting people approved with this high insurance, you know, the high insurance rates? Yeah. No. So I could speak a little bit. I'll go on record. I'm not an insurance agent, but I'm married to one. No, so uh, I guess I should ask. I should ask, how do the insurance rates affect the mortgage and the borrowing amount? So, I mean, it's an expense, right? So when you're calculating the debt to income ratio, that does come into play. So if you're buying a home and you think the insurance is going to be 3000 or 4000 and it turns out that it's a unique property and it's it's in a flood zone and now all of a sudden insurance is $10,000, that could really take the debt to income ratio too high. Or the homeowner could say, I wasn't planning on spending $1,000 extra a month in homeowner's insurance. But on also on this, which I feel is really important, um, is to understand is because we've had two major storms, the insurance agents are actually, um, it's taking more time for them to get quotes. So when you, you got to get those quotes in right away, that again, building the house in, in from the, from the end to the, the beginning, getting those quotes done quickly, because a lot of these insurance companies are having to send even very well qualified people through the underwriting process, just so you can get insurance. So, right. um, getting the answers quickly is the best answer I have towards, insurance. Yeah. So I think in today's environment with the market, we're doing a lot more work up front mm -hmm. so that we don't run into these issues. Like I've, I mean, I've been doing this for a little while and we never thought about insurance until, you know, next, you know, close to closing. But now we have to get those quotes while we're, <laughs> before we even go under contract. 
before we even show the property. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in a slower moving market, when we have a little more time, that's where my head goes is, you know, should I even bring my buyer to this property if it's built in the seventies and in a flood zone? Yeah, I mean, we should probably have an insurance agent on. Yes, we should. I'm just, I, okay. <laughs> I know one, but you know what though? Also, uh, I'm just curious how it affects the mortgage. And if you think, you know, having a buyer, a qualified buyer who, who's ready to rock and roll. And if, if the things in their budget are in flood zones and built in the seventies or before, has that been a huge issue? Yeah, it is. And I'll, I'll, I want to give you guys some kudos. It's agents like you who acknowledge that, Hey, we need to get this information now because it's important because you as the realtor, you are, you're the, you're, you're the guiding light. There's no other way of saying it. You, you're the one who shows them the dream. So you're the one with the biggest influence. So when, if there are agents out there that, you know, don't do that, that's where it becomes problematic. You put the urgency on new, we need to get this information. Um, and then, of course, a, a quality lender is going to say, we need insurance because I'm only guessing. We used to be able to shoot from the hip. Right. And it literally, <laughs> it, it, we, there is no, it could be 3000 or 10000 so quick. And even houses on the same street or one house apart. One's in a flood zone that's fifteen grand a year and the yeah. other one's not in a flood zone. So, yeah, go wow. figure. Okay. So, I guess this ties into a another question. Yeah. What is the most challenging aspect of closing a loan in Collier County and in our area? So the challenging part is um, educating the consumer on the value of working with someone of value and knowledge, right? So um, from the, from the lending perspective, most consumers, they look at interest rates, right? They look at terms and then they're comparing interest rate and terms to interest rate and terms. And typically the lender with the lowest rate is, has the lowest rate for a reason because they don't have the knowledge or the ability to have a 20-day closing or the ability to have a smooth closing. So the only way for a customer to want to work with them, all things being equal, is to be the cheapest. No different than a contractor that doesn't do good work mm -hmm. and you only go with them because they're the cheapest and then you realize halfway through the job, oh my gosh, I should have paid a little extra for someone to show up and get a, a, a week's job done in a week and not in a month. And that's what I see, you know, hey, I have I have my bank and that's where people think that they should go. And the magic question I always ask, I tell, I recommend to be asked is walk me through your process. Talk to a lender and say, walk me through your process. And then from there, everyone's pretty competitive rate wise, but whichever process you feel most comfort, confident that they're going to get it done for you. But that's the biggest challenge, going with the lowest cost and then paying for it later. I'm sure you guys have experienced that on your end. Yeah. And I would also add that um, we have to deal with associations down here mm -hmm. and condo communities. And so you as a lender, you have to qualify the associations as well as the buyer. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the buyer, it's not just the house, but then you have to make sure the association is, uh, I guess, what, what's the word I'm looking for? No hidden fees or assessments that are going to welcome yeah, assessments the, the day or they close. That, you know, they have plenty of reserve reserves. Well, we just went through that, right? So we just went through um, Benita National. You and I had a, a mutual client that Benita National, that very well-run community. Uh, yeah. But they just went through uh, the master insurance uh, companies had just switched. And if you're dealing with a lender that's out of state or not familiar with the condo, you know, process down here, that deal was never closing. Like we literally got on the on the call, excuse me, on the phone with the president of the insurance company yeah. and explained, I know you're in transition, but this is the information we need for closing. 
and we were able to get the loan closed. But if you're not familiar with how to handle a condo in, in Florida, it's going to be, it's going to be a big problem. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll say the, you know, the one advantage geo is he's not going to sit around and wait for someone to get back to him. Him and his team are going to actually, you know, pick up the phone call until they get the answers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love it. Great job, geo. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> but I can't do it without you guys. I mean, real estate partners are you're important. Welcome. You're yeah, welcome. you're welcome. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of being, a, you know, local for what, 20 years? No, 20 almost plus, like 30. close to 30. Yeah, I'm like, what year is it? 2024? It's crazy. Okay. So you've been here 30 years. Yeah. What, why do you live here and what makes you stay here? Yeah. Great question. I, I love it here. Right. And one of the benefits of being down here, I always, I always knew I wanted to come back here is you're only one or two people removed from knowing someone, which is super cool, right? Like yeah. Lance, you're from Philly, but like we just, you know, we could talk and somehow, some way you and I know someone that knows someone that we have yeah. a common bond. It's two degrees of separation. Always, yeah. you know, now that you grew up here, right? We met like a couple years ago and we, yeah. we already like instant bond because we knew. And then your video that you just made about the nostalgia, you know, Valvoline that, that used to be checkers in front of Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my, my wife and I live here. She owns her own insurance company. We love it here. Um, it's, it's paradise. Um, and as it continues to grow, I was kind of thinking and joking, but it's getting younger, but I'm also getting older. So it's it's kind of like meeting in the middle, <laughs> yeah, you know, right? And there's some great restaurants now, like Mercado. When I grew up, that used to just be trees, Yeah, you know, and, and you know, all the things that are being built around here. It's, it's awesome. Like, why wouldn't you want to live here? Yeah. So for, you know, an Italian guy like yourself, uh, speaking of restaurants, mm -hmm. so do you have a favorite restaurant in town? You know, date night restaurants, Fifth Avenue, Cafe Milano. That's Ooh, our Cafe Milano. Cafe okay. Milano is consistent. So good. So good. And then uh, occasionally we'll do Malta. We'll Malta. see if we can get them to send you a gift card. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cafe Malta, Milano. Yeah. I would say I like that even more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Have you it? been there? No, I've not been to Malta. Okay. It's amazing. We gotta go. You know what's a hidden gem? <laughs> it's amazing. I'm gonna say on on the quarter of fifth and third, Dolce Salada. Haven't been there. Oh, if you go there for a nice sandwich, like a really authentic Italian sandwich. Really? With the, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. It is incredible. Lunch on Gio. Lunch on me. There are so many Italian restaurants on fifth. Yeah. Oh, it is Naples. <laughs> <laughs> he got me. Yeah. He got me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're Giovanni Matita. But you have this amazing group that you go by. Yeah. Be your gift group. Yes. Or be your gift. Yes. Tell us more about that and how you came up with the name and why you find it so important to keep aligned with your values. Thank you. No, that's um thank you. Um, so be your gift is it really was birthed from when I met my wife, right? So I was I was divorced and um, I met her after that. And one day she looked <laughs> at me and uh and I went through divorce and then i went through a, a breakup business-wise too so i was just like and then i lost a huge real estate um, everything happens oh man it all like it came right and i've always believed in god but it came to me and it was just like you know i'm gonna go all in like i'm not gonna live like i'll do a couple things on my own and you take care of the rest i mm -hmm. went all in but when i met ashley she said something to me she goes don't forget your heart's desires god put them there and it kind of just planted she's like go back to like dreaming so when I opened the office, you know, instead of it being the Matita group and stuff like that, I wanted it to be so much bigger so it can encompass so many other things. So we came up with 
basically be your gift because and it's in scripture that God gave us all a unique gift to share with the world. So, and if you don't believe in God, then I hope you believe that we at least have a gift that we could all share with one another. And it started from there and it was just me and one other person. And now there's five of us. But the cool thing is, is it's just continuing to transcend and the level of encouragement and the level of growth that my team, and then we get to share with our agents and then we get to share with our clients. And it's just like one thing after another. It, it's really awesome. So that's, it's, and there's no limit to it. So that's, yeah. that's the group and that's how we operate. And, you know, it's, it's what we stand by, you know, so it, it creates a different experience. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really, you attract what you put out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Which your space and your office and your whole team is exactly like you welcoming. I mean, it's crazy that I've known you only two or three years and I feel like I can call you with anything. Yeah. I mean, when I'm making big decisions, especially with business, Giovanni knows he's on my list to call and say, Hey, what do you think about this? So, I mean, having that as a friend in town is awesome, but then having that as a lender for a huge investment, um, it's just icing on the cake. Yeah. You know, that was also done by intention because I was previously positioned with large, you know, real estate firms. And when everything came to a change, just a halt, crash, whatever you want to call it, Lance. I decided, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on more authentic relationships. And and that's why you two mean so, men, so much to me. Like Lance and I, you know, we send each other chicken cutlets because both of our moms <laughs> made, you know, pictures of chicken cutlets. We both just of talked our moms, about yeah, that. Made chicken cutlets. And, and, you know. How about your dance moves? Were they my authentic? Dan- they because are. I've been seeing your dance moves online. I mean, you know, they. they- <laughs> I don't mean- Oh, the Taylor Swift. Stuff? Is there a Taylor? I don't know. I don't I think there's a Taylor Swift. Wait, what he, dance moves he, are you talking he, about? He put some videos with dance moves. He did. Okay. Yeah. I gotta make some new ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But not as good as your dance moves now. <laughs> oh my gosh, please. Uh, I just remembered that it's kind of full circle. Giovanni's our first guest, number one. Giovanni actually is how we met, and Lance probably doesn't even remember this. You had a client appreciation. What do you call, is that what you call it? Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah it was client appreciation at the hockey game at the hockey, the hockey game, game the ever oh. the Everblades yes and now I do remember. I was there you were there Adam was there that was the first day Adam tried to bet me oh, to come yeah. to Compass I do remember that I, yeah is that the first time I met you yeah and then I didn't see you for six to eight months after that yeah and then I joined Compass and we're attached at the hip yeah and we'll go into another story about how we really like met right with the uh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear no, about this. How, how did we really meet, Lance? We had a listing together for a builder. Funny story. Dr. Horton. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I that's hear how. The story. I yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. Another, you knew that a lot longer than I ever knew. That's that. for another time. Okay. It's for another time. All right. Yeah. It, it's, Shared a listing and didn't even know it. How about that? Yeah, similar. Th- yeah, so. But I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. All right. So, Gio. Okay. <laughs> so, being as entrenched in the community as you are, yeah. I know you have children as well. Yes. How old are your kids? So, my son will be nine uh, in a couple of days, and my daughter's 12. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, where do you see this area in 10, 15 years from now? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be even nicer or probably be more exclusive. Um, but I'm, I'm really fortunate that we're here now. Um, 
I was just talking with someone the other day, just the level of restaurants that are around and the parks that are being built and mm-hmm. that have been built for, you know, just for kids events. I'm talking about, you know, big, what's the, what's the big one off close to Marco Island? You know what I'm talking about? There's a big paradise coast, paradise, paradise coast. coast, right? Yeah. So there's just more. And they just built a, a great wolf lodge. Oh yeah. That's not open yet though, is it? I think it's almost open. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's like that big indoor water park. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard it. So all of that is, is more, it's Naples has always been on the map. It's, it's a little bit of a hidden gem. And this was explained to me too, growing up in Naples, the world fell off of Benita beach road. Like you didn't go <laughs> oh, to yeah. North. And now I live in Estero, which doesn't even exist, but it, it becomes one big area, yes. which is, which is really neat, right? Like yeah. it's not a yeah. big deal to go up to Estero or even Fort Myers anymore. No. So it's just, it's growing. And what I'm seeing from, from, maybe a perspective that most people don't is because COVID and remote uh, employment has now just become so common. We're getting people that are, that are high income earners, you know, government employees, you know, executives from other companies uh, that are normally in New York, Chicago, California, they're coming down here and they're able to live and it's a lot less expensive, but they have, you know, multiple six figure income. So it's, it's growing and it's growing with a younger the yes. younger population. Yep, I agree. For those for those high earners who, and this is from my experience, I have buyers who want to pay cash. Yeah. And then there's buyers who have the cash but want to get a mortgage on it. What's your take on that? Not as a, I mean, as a lender, but yeah. also, yeah, what's your take? So I like to always ask questions, right? So I mean, right now and where we're at in 2024, beginning of January, I mean, you could put money in a money market right now at, five, five and a half percent, literally no risk, right? And borrow, let's just call it at six and a half. And it's that maybe finance half, you know, mm-hmm. and put the rest in the in the bank and earn five, five and, you know, five right. and a half, right? Why not have that option? Um, some people don't want the obligation. They don't want the debt. So that's a conversation to have. But more and more, I see a need to, to partner up with financial advisors mm-hmm. to, to introduce and just have the conversation. And some people are willing to, to do it and some people aren't. Yeah. We should get a financial advisor on the show. Yeah. Yeah. You, you any... think there's any in town? Yeah, just a, a few. <laughs> just a few. They're already in your DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what's something that most home buyers don't know when it comes to obtaining a mortgage in our area? You know, a little bit more about what I said before is it's more than the interest rate and it's more than the terms. It's Think of it this way. If you're going to go to a doctor or you're going to go to an attorney, you're going to hire a, a contractor to remodel your kitchen. It's more than the cabinets and the countertops, right? It's their process. And ask ask for the lender to explain their process. And, and here's the thing, you know, Natalie, you, you're, what you, what's important to you might not be what's important to Lance, right? So you have to pick the person that is going to work with you the best. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you start there, You'll get a good deal as well, but then you'll enjoy the process because you know getting a mortgage is is very is a very intrusive process, and if you're working with someone that doesn't jive with you, it, it becomes even less enjoying of a process. Right, <laughs> just a transaction. Correct. Versus just, yeah. And it's hell on wheels. Right. <laughs> what are the mortgage rates right now? So the rates are below seven. So I would say high sixes. Okay. To you could buy down to like mid to low sixes right now on a thirty year fixed, which is which is good and predicted and it's basically already forecasted that we should be somewhere in the fives by the third quarter of this year experts okay. 
experts. The experts yeah, say, the experts as long say. as there's no market manipulation that we saw <laughs> last year. Right. Um, here's something that most people didn't know, just tidbit. Last year, the Fed printed another $2 trillion without really announcing it. <laughs> so that's why rates didn't drop when they were supposed to last year, because they printed another $2 trillion. And when you fabricate money, you can't lower rates because you would make inflation worse. Wow. Give it up to the Fed, yeah. everybody. G wow. Geo with the knowledge bombs. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. So your prediction for 2024 is interest rates will come down, as experts say. Uh, where do you see it? Do you see it stabilizing for the next three to four years? I know we're in a, you know, an election year, so that's going to affect a lot of businesses. This is just my, totally my opinion. I feel like if we stay somewhere in the fives, high fours, that's a healthy market. Yeah. yeah. Anything, if it goes back into the threes, I mean, think about what wow. the, the only time in history it's ever gotten into the threes was when England left the union and when Trump was starting a trade war with China. Those are the only two times, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we got into two, three percent, we had a we had a global pandemic and we're all uh, rich, poor are paying for it now. Unfortunately, the rich are getting richer on it and the poor yeah. are getting poorer on it. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just. That's just the absolute fact. So going back to rates, if they could stay healthy, high fours, mid fives, that's a really good, that's a good number, you know? Yeah, yeah. I agree. And the property value here in our local market will continue to go up. So regardless of the rate, that's, I mean, that's my opinion. It's going to, but at a normal it's leveled, rate. Yes. At a gradual plateau, yeah. which is what we want. Can Correct. I give you another knowledge bomb? Yes, please. Okay. Wait, we don't know anything. Oh, really? Yeah. I wasn't sure if I okay. Um, <laughs> so the millennial buyers, right? And the first time home buyers now move to be about 33 years old. They represent 33% of the population. So I, I believe it's just as large or larger than the baby boomers as far as buying population. Mm -hmm. They're waiting a little bit longer and their income is substantially higher. So their their household income is between a hundred, between a hundred thousand to hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a first time home buyer. So I'm mean, just, we hear all the time that, you know, everything keeps going up, but income keeps staying the same. So you're telling me a little bit different that now these millennials actually are earning more money. They are. So they're receiving, I think it's about an eight to 9% increase in, in, in salaries. But home values or home prices have gone up past that. Cur yes. At least here in our market. I mean, in a national sale, it might be. Yeah. So this, this is national, but also what's happening is there's, I guess if you look at the data, the entry level buyer, the first time home buyer is better qualified than ever in U.S. history mm. now. But of course, if you talk to somebody locally, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm having a tough time and depends on the industry that they're in because because of so many other things that are, you know, making um, different jobs not pay as well. Right. Right. So that's a whole nother conversation. And then also, which is st still something I'm having a tough time comprehending, nationwide, we have the lowest home inventory that we've had in 10 years. Yeah. Which I mean, is wild. Which is crazy. Because inventory in Naples has gone up, which is great. But it just, our numbers are so different than the national average, which is why we hope whoever listens to this maybe wants Naples-specific material and content because we are not on trend with most of the nation. Yes, we are insulated bubbled. Yes. In here. And I would say from experience and as a millennial, the best I sell 
I do resale residential sales, but new construction between insurance rates and getting, you know, an appropriate mortgage, whatever that means for your lifestyle is going to be in new construction. The tricky thing is, is that we don't have much more room for new construction in our area. So these resale homes, I mean, this is something I'm, I'm coming up against with buyers who are like, they want to live in a great area, but the home is, again, built in the 60s in a flood zone. And it just is not, doesn't make sense. So actually, great. You're a great example. Yep. Did you pay as much, the house you bought, mm-hmm. right? Did you think that that, that was going to be the price for your first time, your first home when you, when you were like thinking about, even when you first started thinking about buying a home? And did you think that you and your partner would be making as much money as you made to be able to afford that house when you bought your first one? No. See? I actually thought we would have to spend more than we ended up spending. We thought it out. We had a plan. We said we're only buying if we are walking into equity. And we did that at a time when it was nearly impossible. You know, summer of 2022, when things were still (laughs) really high. Yeah. We had the luxury of not having to buy a home right away because we both have family here. But who wants to do that when you're in your 30s? So, yeah. We bought a house, you're right, that was less than what we thought and we're making more money, especially combined income than you than yeah. I ever, yeah. And we have the safety net of one another. I think that goes back with maybe some of your values and and your morals of the family dynamic, you know, partnering with someone for life, marriage, all of those things, or just a life partner that you can depend on and combine your resources to achieve something like buying a home. Yeah. And to your point, a lot of millennials are still living at home right now because they're actually using more wisdom and logic than they are emotion. Because I think the previous generations wanted the white picket fence and the family and the dogs and all that stuff. And they're going, hey, I'm not going to make an unwise financial decision. So I'm waiting. Right. 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 And then I know save money, save money until the opportunity comes. But you also I want to credit you use wisdom. You, you you sat down with me. You got all of your options. You explored. You had a good realtor, which was you, and you found and you, and you found a great deal. I mean, that's the yeah. secret, right? You want to know the secret to buying a home when you're buying your first one, or you're not sure of your budget? Find someone that you trust and knows what they're doing. Right, and who's done it before? Yeah, I mean, when I first started selling houses, I didn't own a house. It was the one of the best, most educational experiences is buying your own house to see how it all works. Yeah, it's a mess. Unless you have a great team. It's a mess. I had no control over our transaction, by the way. Yeah. How much fun was that? Not fun. Yeah, that's what I thought. I yeah. was like, I want to look at it. Like, anyway, I could go on and on. That'll be another episode. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. What were you going to say? The actual transaction. You lit up. You lit, I don't know. I thought you were going to ask me something. Or were you just looking at me? He was laughing no, I was at just me. gazing. <laughs> Same. <laughs> to jail. Lance. <laughs> Where do you get your hair cut? Where do I get my, you know what, man, I am struggling right now. I really am. I am. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. So it looks great. What do you no, mean? This guy is a, a model for perfect hair. Yeah. And yeah. You know, funny story. I shaved it about like two months ago because I was so frustrated with it. I thought I saw that at the Ionic yeah. Christmas party. I wanted to say, did you cut your hair? But we started talking about something. Just shaved it. Just, yeah. Number two all the way around. Oh, yeah. number two. Yeah. So it's, you know, kind of sometimes you need to reset, yeah. you know, there is a barbershop that just opened up in Estero in the Lowe's uh, parking lot, um, Lowe's Plaza. And uh, they, they seem to do a nice job. So Tony owns that. He goes to our gym. Really? Yeah. 
Which one's Tony? Uh, big black guy, hilarious. He comes in the morning. Oh, I've met him before. Yeah, super yeah. cool guy. All right. He owns that. that. Okay. I think he owns a few. I'm like, yeah, we need to have him on. All right. Yeah, yeah. get Tony. All right, Tony. All right. Can you tell us the name of it again? I think it's Next Cuts. Next Cuts. Next Cuts in off a of corkscrew. Right by the low, right by Lowe's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's new over there. Yeah, everything's yeah. I mean, that's, the whole area over there is. It's the best. I guess that's my point to what we said earlier. Like you, go, I don't even need to drive to Naples anymore, and it's no different. You right. Know? Yep. You have good restaurants, good shopping, all that. So, what is maybe? Do you have a favorite quote or you know words that you live by? You know that is probably a really hard question for me. Um, I would say number. I thought one. it would be one you liked actually. <laughs> no, we're always sending each other stuff back yeah, and forth, like motivational and stuff. So the first thing is, that I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, right? So I've gone through all of his, um, and one of the things that he says is clarity's power. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah. mm-hmm. clarity's power, and then setting the proper intention even before you walk into anything. Um, what is the intention of of this meeting? What is the intention of this podcast? Like you asked this earlier today. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I love yes. priming our wheels. Yeah, What's so, the intention? Lance and I are like, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. So I live that out. One, of course, God's number one for me. And one of the things I do before even before today, before I do anything, is I pray and I'm like, Hey, God, uh, protect the words I say and the words I don't say. And then I just want to glorify you in what I do. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, and I'm not like um, some perfect individual, right? Um, I follow God because I'm so imperfect, but. I live it out, and you guys know that because I just I just kind of just do it. But if I if I slow yeah. down to think about how I prepared myself even to walk into this room, that's what I did. Well, you have a presence. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so that means yeah. a lot. We're super super grateful for you being on our podcast. Yeah, no, I think it's great, and you do great work in the community. You do great work as a lender. You know, you you're you know, and everybody knows you. So it's funny we're having you on our podcast because likely the people listening, at least in the start, are going to be people who already know at least us. But so many people know you. You're so connected to this community and you serve in so many fun ways. Real producers events, sponsor those. I mean, I'm I'm so grateful to know you, so grateful to have you as my trusted lender for my buyers and my customers. I'm more grateful to have you as a friend. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and thank you guys so much for saying that. And I guess that was, that's, I would, you know, you guys are incredible. And, and sometimes whether you realize or not, I'll call you in the middle of the day and it's not for yeah. business. It's no, like, that, that's I same. need to shoot the shit a little yeah. bit and like, I'm okay. having a bad day. And I just want to like say hello to my friends and see how you're doing, you know? And it, we, we all similar mindsets, yeah. you know, not calling, to, you know, for other than, you know, is the loan clear to close yet? Yeah. You know, something yeah. like that, but just typically checking in. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's that's special. And if that also people watching, if that could be some encouragement. You can do life and business with people that you like. You know, you have to be intentional about yes. it. And, and it makes it the best. Makes it the best. Doesn't feel like work. Doesn't feel like work. So where can our audience find you? If they need a lender, if they need a friend. <laughs> uh, you know my instagram page is giovanni matita you can go to giovanni and you could apply for a loan but my instagram is pretty active i'm on all social media platforms but instagram, we'll put the links up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. My, my instagram is where it's she's the best at the <laughs> links yeah oh the links links okay cool um no i just want to thank you for your time um i know you got to get back to the office probably in 
do more dance moves for your TikTok. Oh, I hope yeah. you're taking me out to lunch after this. But. <laughs> oh, definitely need to do that. Definitely need to do that. And if you ever, um, if any of our audience is ever getting, if any of our audience is ever in Coconut Point, ah. go see yeah. Giovanni. He makes amazing coffee. I was, I was just about to say, go have an espresso with him. Yeah. Yeah, so we're right above Tommy Bahamas and Coconut Point. Stop by. We have an incredible espresso machine. If you're like Lance, he brings gelato, which is uh, amazing. That's right, we, I did. We had we had espresso and gelato. <laughs> I felt like I was. That's in, awesome. I just bring a I just bring a complaint. That's okay. Event <laughs> session to Giovanni. All good. Well, thank you so much, Giovanni. Thank you. And thanks everybody for listening. And we will see you next time.